Hi, I'm Jake Miller, host of the Educational Duct Tape Podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Be sure to check out all of our other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. And get ready, because the learning begins in three, two, one. Welcome to Shooks and Gifts, Season 5, Episode 2, titled With a Little Help from My Friends. In this episode, I will share podcasts, PD opportunities, templates, and more, all things shared by friends of the show. Let's give it a go. Welcome to Shooks and Gifts, the podcast where we share edtech treasures we love. Each week, we'll share a tool, podcast, tip, or trick with you, our listeners. We are your hosts, Kim Polishuk and Jen Giffen. Let's give it a go. So, you know, I'm wondering, if two vegans get into an argument, can you still call it a beef? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 5, Episode 2 of Shooks and Gift. I am your host, Jen Giffen, and I am excited to share with you this week or this episode. I guess it's not week because I don't do it every week, but I did stick with my every two weeks. I'm super proud of myself. I'm excited to share a whole bunch of things I've, I've learned from friends over the last, you know, sort of maybe a couple weeks, maybe a month or so, and that's why I titled this with a little help from my friends. So it's a little bit of a mishmash of a whole bunch of different things, some podcasts, some PD, and all, all that kind of good stuff, and, and things that I think that you might learn from or, or appreciate. So so let's dive in. And the first thing I wanted to share was called Text Giraffe. Now, Text Giraffe can be found at, uh, I think it's just textgiraffe.com. Imagine that. So Text Giraffe, soft soft G in that case. I, can I sidebar here? Because Kim's not here. So I can I can do my big gif gif debate. When I tell people it's a hard G and then they give me the argument that, oh, the guy who invented it, da, 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 da. okay, fine, whatever. They say, well, what about, I'm like, there's, there's no word. There's no word in the English language that starts with GIF that has a soft G. GIF is like gift, right? That a gift, a present that you would give someone. Like it's a hard G and people are like, what about giraffe? And I'm like, um, giraffe starts with G-I-R. So whenever I see the word giraffe, I kind of laugh a little bit about when people when people tell me that we need to pronounce gif jif because of giraffe. Anyway, side side note. Let's let back to your regular scheduled program now. Anyway, text giraffe is a text generator that designs logos or titles or, or sort of things like that. They're great for presentations. So if you go to textgiraffe.com, the first thing they ask you to do is to type your name or type your logo. So you'll probably hear me typing in the background here. I'm going to type shooks and gif and then I'm going to hit go and it generates, I don't even know how many pages, like tons and tons, more than more than 10. Let's see if I hit number 10. Nope, 10 pages of um, different ways that you could use the words shooks and gif in different visual forms. So they have like one that I'm looking at here is it puts all the letters, each letter in a different like nail polish bottle, which, you know, could be fun depending on what you're working on. They have different colors. They have gradients. Some of them are are named according to like countries. So it matches the flag and whatnot. And it's just, a, I think, a really fun way to spice up our titles for anything that you might be presenting. Now, when you do copy it, so you'd right click and copy, I believe it it has the the white background. I don't think it's a, a PNG, but that's easily solved, of course, by using something as simple as, you know, 
remove.bg, put your copy logo or, or text in there, and then it's gone and, and you can use it. So if you're looking to do some branding, if your students are looking to do some fun presentations with graphics that you may not be able to otherwise create in Google Slides or in PowerPoint or, or in Keynote, something like that, this might be a fun thing to check out. Now on that same vein, I will say, and I, I've talked about it before, but I will continue to talk about it because like I've said before, it was probably my favorite, favorite online learning uh, that I've ever done. Tony Vincent is running his Classy Graphics class again. The Fall 21 cohort is starting at the beginning of November, and I'll put a link in the show notes, of course, uh, to that. I would highly recommend uh, checking it out. I learned so much about just using tools for design in Google Slides. And of course, that's transferable to, to PowerPoint, to Keynote too, if, if you're using those platforms. And I like, I really, really loved it. So check out Classy Graphics. But in the meantime, if you just want something quick, this text giraffe is pretty awesome. Okay, the next one I want to share, the next thing I want to share is the Chromebook Classroom podcast with John Sawash. Now, this is not a new podcast. He's in season six. They're usually quite short episodes, which I, I really do appreciate because everyone knows I listen in double speed. But in season six, episode nine, I just listened to it a couple weeks ago, and you may have seen that I tweeted it out with the hashtag shooks and gif. But he has one all about advanced tips for, for Google Sites. And it is really cool. He he talks about just different ways we can use Google Sites, which is great. And I'm always I'm always thinking about sites and, and how it can be used with our with our learners to be able to sort of showcase, especially in a portfolio, etc. But the one tip that he really shared, I, I do encourage you to listen to the entire podcast. And I don't want to just reiterate his podcast because I don't, I don't think that's fair to him. Um, but I'll put a link to it in the show notes. The one thing that I love the most is something that I, I've been asked a few times and I always like, oh yeah, there's a way to do it, but I can't remember. And so I'm, I'm going to record it here so that I do remember and I can always come back and, and find it in our notes. But he talks about publishing a site as a template. So if you are looking to create a base site for something, let's say you do want a, a portfolio for your students and you want them all to have the same sort of design and layout, you can do this by setting up a slide yourself or sorry, a site rather yourself, designing it all how you want it, having the sections, having the pages, and then you can push it out as a copy. So you may know this, and we've talked about this on the show before, that you know your forward slash copy or your forward slash template preview at the end of your link, but it doesn't work quite the same in sites. And, and John shared how to do that. So in your Google site, you will have, you know, the HTTP and I think it's sites.google.com and then forward slash D and then a big alphanumeric, which is like the site code or something like that. And then you have another slash P, which apparently stands for page, another slash, another big alphanumeric code. And then you'll have probably the word edit. So what you want to do is erase everything from that forward slash P. So you want to erase edit, the second alphanumeric code and the forward slash and P, but keep the, the forward slash before the P in and just type in template forward slash preview and that will push out a template copy of any site so when you know you share the link you'll see the use template blue button in the top right corner and you, uh, students or whomever could use it as a, a template to do their own sort of embedding of their information on the template site you've created. So this is a really great way to do it, especially because right now in Google Classroom, you can't push out a Google site as a make a copy for every student, which for the love Google, for the love, let us do that. Um, but this is the workaround for right now. So that's just one of the, the shares that John had on season six, episode nine. So I do encourage you to go and check that out. 
All right. The next thing that I have for you is a PD opportunity. Now you may be really PD'd out and I know that a lot of us are and we're done with Zoom and we don't want to sit and, and sh- you know, stare at computers anymore. Although I'm I'm actually finding now that we're back in school, I took, you know, the, the summer to have a little bit of a break. It's like, you know what? I, I think I'm ready. So I've been watching things and I love, I love when there's live PD, but it's always good to when you can watch it sort of after the fact. So you don't need to be somewhere at a certain time and you don't need to, you watch it maybe in double speed because, you know, me and my, my doubles have already talked about it this episode. The Ontario Education Collaborative Marketplace, otherwise known as the OECM, has created this professional learning for Ontario educators opportunity. Now, I'm saying Ontario educators because that's how they are I'm marketing it. It's a partnership with Dell Technologies. But I, I have a feeling that anyone can jump into this because I didn't need to log in in any way. I just you know, signed up. I said, okay, here we go. And off I went and I, I got the link immediately because I signed up right before one started. So I don't think you need to be in Ontario, but maybe you do. Anyway, uh, they are mostly uh, hour to out, maybe hour and a half long sessions on a variety of things, but they have three strands. So there's social emotional learning, there's equity and inclusion, and there's achieving excellence. So each of those pathways has a variety of PD for you. It seems like they're offering them Every few days, they sort of have them on there. And again, you can watch live, but they'd be things like for social emotional learning. There's like shift to positive, create a better world with social media and technology with friend of the show, Jennifer Casa Todd. Uh, There's one for equity inclusion, uh, indigenous innovations and contributions in K-12 with Dr. Pamela Rose uh, Toulouse, which I think would be a really fabulous uh, listen. I haven't done that one yet to watch that. Achieving excellence. So empowered students as assessors of their own learning by Brenda Sherry and Dean Shresky, some really great learning here uh, to do on a variety of topics. And there's, gosh, there's got to be dozens of of different, yeah, I want to say there's a couple of dozen. And then when they're done, they archive them on YouTube, which is pretty awesome stuff. So if you're looking to do some learning around SEL or equity and inclusion or achieving excellence, I would definitely say go and check out the oecm.ca forward slash professional dash learning dash Ontario dash educators link in the show notes but some good stuff I did watch one with Jennifer Cassatod about Flipgrid everyone knows I'm a big Flipgrid lover and I love to watch other people on Flipgrid or present on Flipgrid because you can always glean things and Jen did not disappoint she shared a whole bunch of ways you can use Flipgrid other than just your traditional ask a question share a response so I know for that one for sure really really good well done I wrote Jen afterwards and I was like this was so fun I loved it I'm gonna steal some ideas and it was great All right, the next share that I have is Tom Mullaney's podcast, No Red Pen. And it's it's a fairly new podcast. Again, short episodes, just like John Sawash's. Uh, In episode nine, he has one called Beyond Hyperdocs with these Google Doc tips. And he's just showing how to use a lot of the new features in Google Docs. And you see them and I saw them like, okay, that's kind of cool. But he sort of dives in in this episode on how you can use them effectively. So he talks about Lexend fonts uh, for accessibility for students. He talks about using the new checklist feature, which I love in Google Docs. If you haven't seen it, beside the bulleted and numbered list, there's now checkboxes and you can use it like a checkbox, almost like you have Google Keep inside your Google Doc. And he talks about using checklists with hyperlinks to help students stay on task, particularly if you have any remote or hybrid learning students. He talks about the YouTube preview panel. So now when you have links, you might see you can hover over them. And then there's a little sort of arrow out. We call it the sharrow. And it like pops up a 
a larger preview of whatever, you know, the YouTube link, the slide, the doc, whatever it is. And he says, you know, why not use this to be able to watch videos right inside a Google Doc, which has always been a little bit tricky to do. There's ways to embed it, but this is a new way. And then he talks about smart chips. So the interactive links to the show logos to make it easier for students to understand like, oh, this is a link to a slide deck. This is a link to another Google Doc to help them navigate a really dense linked documents. So give it a listen. He shares a lot. I actually listened to it twice because I was like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. I listened to it first when I was driving and I said, no, I need to re-listen when I can focus a little more. Uh, it was it was really good. It's a great, great podcast. Tom shares a lot of really cool stuff all the time. So the podcast is definitely worth a listen. The next thing I want to share is also from friend of the show, Matt Miller. He recently, through the, his Ditch That Textbook website, shared a blog post that was 14 social media inspired Google slide templates. And I think this is awesome for a variety of reasons. I think it's great for digital storytelling. I think it's great for students to show what they know and be more, um, you know, the, the creators instead of consumers. I also think it makes students think critically about how social media is used and what we can do with it in the classroom to show what we know and show our learning. So even choosing which platforms, okay, well, should I do this on like a TikTok or whatnot? I, I think it's great for that. And it's also a good way to be able to tap into, you know, things that students love and social media, of course, is one of them. It's good to tap into that without asking them to sign up for, you know, a TikTok account or a YouTube, create a YouTube channel or whatever. Because of course, we want to we respect their privacy, especially for our younger learners who definitely aren't, you know, of age to go in and explore that kind of social media content for those who are under 13. Um, but he, he shares a whole bunch here. He's created these templates. You literally just click a link and the, the template comes up and you can share them out on your LMS. But he has like Amazon listings. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, what kind of products would a character in in a story that you've read want to buy and why, right? You could create that. Uh, social media replies, a Yelp review. Again, a really great thing if, if I'm thinking like geography, if you were learning about different, you know, areas of your community, they could do Yelp reviews on things either real or fictitious. Spotify playlists. So what kind of music would someone be listening to or, you know, find all uh, playlists for chemistry and, and find songs that have, you know, some kind of science related titles. I think that would be really cool. YouTube playlists are on here, Netflix template, um, LinkedIn, tweets, Instagram, uh, TikTok template, Facebook, a Pinterest board. It, it's all right here and it's all ready to go for you. So you don't need to, to create anything yourself. He's linked from other people as well that he's found, like Ryan O'Donnell is mentioned in here, right? Uh, Paula Martinez from uh, slides mania is in here it's there it's some really good sharing and, and stuff and i think it could be a lot of fun for students and even like i said getting them to decide which of these templates they would want to use i think would be really cool okay the final share that i i want to put out there is from the shakeup learning team and the shakeup learning team as I've mentioned here before is something that I'm part of and proud to be part of. We have put together through, you know, our, our fearless leader, Casey Bell, a back to school conference, 100% free. It ran from September the 24th to the 30th, but all videos are available until October 30th. So you still have, this is the second. So we still have like 28 days. Again, if you're looking for some PD, there's a whole bunch of ideas for back to school and beyond. I know for me, I put together something on building digital breakouts. I did, um, I call it wicked workflows, tips and tricks for the lazy. So a lot of the things that I've shared here on the show, just little tidbits um, to make your workflow a bit easier. And then I actually do the closing keynote 
as well. So we have, you know, there's a ton of people involved in this. Um, Lucy Bowers, John Carippo, Dr. Angela Draper, Jake Miller's in here, Tony Vincent's in here, Lisa Johnson, Evan Robb, um, Casey Bell, of course, and then the ShakeUp Learning team. So Tammy Lynn, Sarah Kiefer, Pam Hubbler, Kim Matina, uh, Sarah McKinney, Carolina Ramirez, and Susan Vincent. We're all, we're all in here and we all share a ton of stuff. And I think in total, if I'm looking at this properly, there's one, two, three, four, five, six times one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So you're looking over 40 different PD opportunities for you. Uh, things about coding are in here. Things about uh, amplifying student voice, Screencastify, uh, Jamboard, of course, is in here with Kim Matina. You know, she does a lot of work with that. There's, you know, things about Chrome. It, we're really, we're all over. We do a lot of different stuff and it's totally free. So you can still register. I will put a link into the show notes so that you can check that out. But it was really good learning. I, I've jumped into a few of the episodes and it's it's just so great and free which we love so definitely check that out and that's what I have to share with you this week my friends uh, that is the the help that I got from friends uh, I hope you found something in here that you can use in your classroom that you're going to give a go whether it be you know for your students or for your own professional learning and that's it for me I will hopefully be with you again in a couple weeks and until then be well and don't forget uh, if you had an aha you give it a go. Talk soon. That's it for this week. If you like what you heard, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you think others might enjoy some of this learning, please give us a rating. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found at shooksandgif.com. That's S-H-U-K-E-S-A-N-D-G-I-F-F.com. As always, we would love to hear your ahas on the Anchor app. On our website, on the embedded Flipgrid, or by tweeting at us, sending us an email, or talking to us in real life. I'm Kim Polishuk, and I can be found on Twitter at Kim Polishuk. And I'm Jen Giffen, and I can be found at Virtual GIF with two Fs. Thanks for listening to Shooks and GIF. And as always, have an aha, give it a go. Shooks and GIF is a proud member of Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here. For more great content, go to voiced.ca.